Hello, hello, and welcome to Emotional Energy with your host, Olivia Renee. Again, it has been a hot-ass minute since I have recorded an episode, and partly because I took a 10-day trip to Denver, but we're going to title episode five as Rejection is Just Redirection. And I want to go in slightly to my trip and what kind of all happened to that and as well as coming home. So for those of you that have kind of been following this podcast or any of my social media, I just got back from Denver on Sunday and I went to a seven-day retreat with Dr. Joe Dispenza. I went to a two and a half day retreat last year in May to Denver as well and I had already believed in the mind and body connection because of my own opening spiritual awakening to kind of becoming pain-free in that moment, as well as kind of helping some clients go into that mind and body connection seminar. But this was just kind of the cherry on top last year. And then I came back and I struggled so hard. Like I had never been around that many people there. There was 3000 people from 44 different countries and I struggled. Like I didn't, my entire identity, I struggled when I came home really, really hard didn't know if I should be alive, like what my purpose was, even if I should even have my business anymore, like hell on struggled. And then shortly after that, I had that allergic reaction and almost died. So then I kind of fell deeper into the victim mentality. And so the last few months since I booked this trip, I I had this fear that was the same thing going to happen. Like, what was I going to come home to? And I left nervous. I had never left town on the same time my daughter is with me and her dad. I've only ever left town when she's with me um, and she stayed with my mom or I've left town strictly when she was just with their dad. So I already kind of went into the trip like feeling super emotional and overwhelmed. But I was super excited because this year I signed up to be a part of the research group. And within that research group, I was going to get paired with somebody 65 and older. That's the only information I knew. Um, and so going into it, I arrived in Denver Friday evening and, um, pretty much just found my Airbnb and kind of went to sleep. And then Saturday I did kind of all the tourist things. I went to a cat cafe that literally was just a cafe that had self-serving coffee and tea and you got to hang out with cats. And then I went to Meow Wolf, kind of the five-story art interactive um, kind of display. And then I went to one of the state parks that I went to the year before to just really settle in and kind of write my direction of what I wanted that week to go. And so Sunday came along and I had to go early. We Registration opened, I think, at like noon and I had to go to get all my lab work done, my urine done, my brain mapped, all of that for the research group. And I remember texting a friend and I was like, oh my gosh, like I this year I got blue. Every year they kind of seat you in a color and that's how they kind of diaphragm the whole weekend of like where you're sitting, where you're eating, that type of thing. So I got like a lighter blue and I was like, super nervous because I saw all these elders kind of walking by, you know, and I'm like, gosh, like I was, am I going to vibe with this person? Like, are they going to be as spiritual as I am? Are they going to be more straightforward? Like, what am I going to meet? And so I texted a friend and I like sent her a picture of my outfit. I was like in green and I tried to dress more like business casual the first day. And I was like, I just keep looking for everybody in blue. And she was like, no, she'll be in green. Just like watch for green. Well, sure shit. She showed up in green and there was so many synchronicities with this woman, but To start off, she was 69 from Santa Fe, New Mexico. So she was my partner for the entire week. We basically spent every moment together, lunch, breaks, meditations, lectures, the whole nine yards. We pretty much did everything but pee together. And 
that in itself was super opening but super challenging as well especially to like there was so many synchronicities and i'll won't say all of them because i don't want to give too much information like about my personal life but she was a massage therapist for 25 years i'm a massage therapist um a weekend a half ago before i left i took the plunge on opening up a new business or partnering on a new business and she agreed to do this a week prior to coming and so it was i felt like it was like the universe's way of telling me like the moment i saw her hands i was like i don't want to do this for another 25 years like i love what i do and i'm good at what i do and you pull in the intuition and you pull in the passion but i don't want to do it because i have to have an income and i have to keep a roof over my head and i have to make bills like i want to do it because i want to help people heal because that's a passion and not because i need to do it for a financial gain and I don't know what that will look like in the future, honestly, but it was just like the universe I felt like was giving me a huge hug and was like, all right, you're on the right path, especially because a week and a half ago, I decided to start this business planning and she agreed to do the seminar a week ago at the same time. So this retreat seminar, I'm going to kind of use those words interchangeably, was I still have a hard time putting it into words. So this year it was seven days. There was 1,950 people from 59 different countries. From all different ages, ethnicities, languages, ailments, disease. And it just was, I just was crazy. Like, so I ended up meditating for a total of 35 hours over the entire week. Our longest meditation was four hours and 45 minutes. And at that point, like I had maybe done a 45 minute meditation max. And I usually keep it to like 15 because I've honestly was kind of lazy coming into this retreat. So I, I can't even begin to explain it. Like I saw stuff, I felt stuff. I it was just a moving experience. And you know, it's really crazy when you're in that type of environment because like I shared hugs with people. I shared moments with people that I felt a deeper connection than I have with people my entire life. Like when you get to be in such a space of the same frequency, the same people opening up to their vulnerability. Like I heard grown men of various ages all the way up to, I mean, elders in their 70s, 80s, just burst into tears sobbing, like finally opening their heart. I heard women scream and moan as they energy move their body and release during various meditations. And I watched a man that was diagnosed with MS in 2011 that hadn't stood up on his own since 2016, not only stand on his own, but do it multiple times, walk with his walker, get up off the ground by himself. Like shit you just can't explain without like witnessing it. Like I watched their, they did a study on uh, energy coherence, healing and like autism. And I heard mothers get on the stage and, you know, talk about their young son that hadn't left the house in four and a half years, that the only people allowed in the house were mom, dad, and grandma. And they just had a party at their house with over 25 people. And half of them were kids and they played with his toys. And that little boy just smiled and grinned where before it was like ginormous tantrums. And I heard a mom get on stage that attended the retreat in Australia from Singapore and her young son also with autism so much fear so much anxiety struggle to do daily tasks is now riding the bus to school on his own which seems like 
small things in this grand scheme of things, but as a mother, like you just want what's best for your kids. And, you know, I think Western medicine is amazing in so many ways, but at the same time, there are other options and our bodies are meant to heal. Like we are stuck in a fucking pattern, so much of it. And even me coming back to Idaho again, like I reverted back to that pattern. Like I got a cold as I was leaving Denver that Saturday after our last day, we had had lunch and I was coming up the escalator uh, at the resort and I got the worst energy spins. Like I was like, oh fuck, like I'm getting the energy flu. Like I moved a lot of energy. Like I sobbed a lot this week and had in-depth conversations and I saw things in my meditations. I went through visions and I'm not going to explain Dr. Joe Dispenza's like protocol per se. <clears throat> if you want to know what that's, I mean, he has books, he has podcasts, but basically his whole thing is getting you to the quantum field, getting you up to 5D basically, to do your manifestations, to do your meditations, to do these various things. Because when we're stuck in 3D, we tend to force and force and force. But when you're in 5D, there's no time. So what you want comes a hell of a lot quicker and it basically changes the hologram of 3D. And I could feel the energy like I, I can't even, like, it's just it's so hard to, for me to explain it without, like, talking to the people that, like, I went there with or met there. Because um, just in crazy, crazy shit. Highly recommend. But I was still scared coming home. And, you know, I came back to work. And on Monday, I was like, gosh, do I, like, talk to my clients about my experience? Like, I saw, like, I saw in a meditation, like, a fetus. I saw myself pregnant. I felt f- literally from, like, my belly button down, like, inflamed and fire and then got super cold. Like I felt, I saw things that I just can't really describe very well without sounding like a crazy person. And I'll sound like a crazy person, I guess, because it's such a moving experience and like watching so many people get on stage or, you know, all their testimonials or just what I witnessed in that seven days, like our body is fucking incredible. And we store trauma, we store feelings, we store emotions, we store closed hearts. We will walk through our entire life with these closed ass hearts. And it's insane. So not only, so I was, you know, nervous coming back and I was like, what do I talk to my clients about? Like, I, I made the agreement while I was there that like, my job isn't to fix and to save people. And My job now currently is to truly save myself and give myself all of my magic and energy and really build a solid foundation. Yes, I'm in the process of creating another business. The entire week I manifested a lot of things. Um, I know that so many of us, including myself, are meant for great, amazing things, but we stay in the virtual reality. And that's a term that Dr. Joe Dispenza will use a lot that like this 3D reality that we're in is just a virtual reality. Like the the emotion, the hate, the anger, the fear, the it's all an illusion. And I felt so much love while I was up there, not only for myself, from myself, from no outside resource. I mean, I wasn't on social media the entire time I was up there. Like I barely slept four hours a night. I, but it, I saw such and felt such beautiful things. And, you know, you come back to that normal pattern that's always kind of been there. And I caught myself in various things like feeling rejection in one way or, 
you know, being scared to dive into this other business. And, you know, I talked because I'm partnering on this business that I'm creating and or we're creating, I guess. And I talked to her like midweek when I was up there and I was like just vibing super fucking high. And I was like, you know, fuck everybody else. Like I'm pouring into me like I'm going to make this shit happen. Like I'm not going to live this mediocre life anymore. I'm not going to live for social media. I'm not like all of these things. And then I got home and I met her yesterday to do some shopping for the business. And I was like, dude, I'm struggling. Like, first of all, I didn't, I've meditated every day I got home for at least an hour to two hours. Yesterday I didn't meditate at all. Like I've kind of felt super sick. I had to work. Um, and then we went shopping and just like being in all these stores around all of this energy, like even driving home, like I was so overstimulated and that's normally not me. But after like literally being in a resort for a week, driving five minutes to my Airbnb, like I was so overstimulated. So today I made sure to get up. I meditated, um, with a group on like WhatsApp. That's a, kind of a Joe Dispenza group. And then I did another hour meditation and then I sat outside for another 25 minute meditation and I felt so much more calm, but I sat down this morning to really journal, um, and look at like my past patterns. Cause I tend to repeat them. And I'm sure if you guys did the same thing and really sat down and looked at what fucking patterns consist in your life, you know, we've talked about pain journals and we've talked about various things, but so much of our fear is just a pattern. So like my set fears are, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve it. I don't have the talent. People don't like me. I'm too damaged. I'm broken. I'm from a small town. My dreams are too big. I'm uneducated. My story isn't good enough and I'm a burden. And those are fears or patterns that have literally been a part of my life for as long as I can remember in one way or another. And even when I'm in the moment, because like when I look back at my life and I'm like, look back at my business or I look back at being a single mom for all these years or all of these various things, like I never fall flat on my face. And I know I'm powerful, right? Like we know all these things, but if you look deep into your fears, right, (coughs) it's all just an illusion. Sorry, I was going to try and take a drink. And we we succumb to these illusions so easily because it's such a gripping pattern. But we can do anything. <clears throat> and even writing like my dreams and my goals, like I see myself, op- you know, owning multiple businesses. I really want to start um, like an after school nonprofit. I see myself writing the book. I see myself being on stage you know, I see these specific things in my community that I want to give back and I want to offer. But then when you hang around these people or you're in this like virtual reality and you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and it's the same shit or it's the same, you know, you you just let it eat you alive. And I've always took rejection really, really hard. And when I came across that rejection is just redirection, it it just settled a different part of me. And I think part of it too, like, you know, I've been single for quite some time now and going more into this work, you know, you're like looking at synchronicities and um, this is going to sound crazy that I'm even saying this. So I've had this weird synchronicity keep popping up in regards to the last date I went on, the guy was from India um, and driving to Denver in the middle of nowhere. I met this man that I'm pretty sure was Indian. 
and we talked for a little bit anyway then i keep driving to denver i get to my airbnb it smells like indian food every single night that i'm there because it's like the basement of somebody's house i get to the seminar the one person i'm really energistically like felt connected to not attraction not just an energistic vibe with he was indian from canada and my partner that I was in the research group with, she had been to India three times. And like these just weird synchronicities just like kept happening. And I was like, I don't know anything about India. Like, I don't know what is happening. And then I got back into town and I started joining that meditation group, right? And I started talking to another guy randomly from there that was also from India. And I, when I stay closed off, I do really, really well. When I try and open up my heart, and be authentically me or share moments with the opposite sex or just with anybody in general, I tend to revert back to patterns that I'm not good enough, that um, my insecurities come out a lot quicker than if I just don't dabble in it. And it's something I still definitely need to work on and overcome. But I caught myself like not feeling judged, but in a sense feeling rejected. And I had to pull back and I was like, you dumb bitch. Like, seriously, like, it's just redirection. Like, that person's not meant for you or that past's not meant for you. Or, you know, like, it's fearful to think of, like, creating another business to step away from one business in one way or another. Like, I will always, Brisk will always be a part of me in one way or another. And I will always offer that service in one way. I just don't know what the future will hold with that. But it's, like, scary when you start to talk to clients. Like, you're so excited about this other business that you're, you know, building which is completely, completely a different thing. And you can see the fear in their eyes or they're like, well, where are you going to go? Like, what are you going to do? You know, because for some of these people, I've been their massage therapist for four years. And it's hard to not like feel like it's your fault or like you're connected to that. But I think that we're meant to grow and that you know, I was talking to my mom because I was like, I really want to step away from social media. Like last November, I put my phone on, do, I think October, November, October, I put my phone on Do Not Disturb and I deleted Snapchat, which was like a big step for me. And then, you know, the end of May, I said in this podcast, I deleted Facebook or deactivated Facebook. And then over this two week span that I was kind of gone in here, like I've really been off TikTok and Instagram. And I was like, I really think I just want to step away from it. Like, why not give myself 30 days of like truly pouring into me and being content with myself and really sitting in my meditations and really manifesting? Like, why not? And my mom's like, well, how are you going to do this other business and not have social media? And I was like, if it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. And so I still kind of got this fear of like fully walking away from it. So I'm really trying to set some boundaries because at the end of the day, like none of that shit matters. Like the likes or the people viewing you or, you know, them judging you or not judging you or whatever the term is. And I openly like to share stuff because like I've always said, like somebody has to see the ups and downs because if not, then we all think our lives are perfect and they're, they're not, none of us are perfect, but really trying to sit into like all around boundaries of like, I don't have to tell people everything I'm doing and I can just feel it and I can just feel love for myself and I can feel in this moment without all this other distraction. 
going on. And so I've been really sitting in some crazy ideas and some crazy manifestations. And I keep getting met with fear a lot because that's, again, a pattern that I'm not good enough from from too small of a town. Or, you know, I sat at that convention or seminar retreat, whatever term I keep using, um, like people from Israel, people from Florida, Canada, New York, New Mexico, California, China, like all over the world. And, you know, not only being somewhere new like that, but just the road trip. Because last year I flew in, but taking that road trip to my mom's and helping to move back at the end of May and then taking this, again, 10 and a half hour road trip, like there is so much beauty out there. And we just get so stuck in this like small-minded thinking of like, again, we're not good enough or that we will never get there or, you know, but why not? And that's something I have to keep reminding myself. Not only is, you know, rejection, redirection, like I'm, it's okay to be rejected by friends or for people to think these business ideas are crazy or, you know, the idea that I want to write a book, like people can think whatever they want, but like, Sometimes it's just putting that one foot in front of the other and taking that jump. And the jump is fucking scary. But why not? You know, and the future feelings that these manifestations would bring me, which I really have to keep sitting in, is feeling safe and feeling secure and empowered and grateful, adaptable, abundant, fearless, happy, thankful, proud, wealthy, and free. Like, even just writing that down on paper, like I wrote on this morning, like, why wouldn't I want to feel those feelings or emotions instead of what I normally feel is I'm not good enough, I don't have the talent, I'm too damaged, I'm broken, I'm from a small town. Like, fuck all that. That's just a pattern. That's a pattern that I've taught or that's a pattern that my community has showed me or people have showed me or, you know, none of that is true or valid for any of that matter. And I think that no matter where you're at in your life or wherever you're sitting and listening to this, that I think you are capable of anything. And so if I, I challenge you to like look at your past patterns or fears that you keep getting hit with and think of the times that you've been rejected and see if you were redirected in any way. Because like I even like my divorce, like I hung on to that for a long time and the abandonment, all of these things. But then I look at my life now, like I would have never been this person today if I would have stayed married to anybody at that age, not even that person, but just to anybody. Like it was such a pivotal point in my life and made me who I am. And the same thing, like I wanted to go to school for massage therapy after my divorce and the program was dropped. Like if I didn't go through the medical field, I wouldn't be the massage therapist I am today. The same thing. If I wouldn't have woke up and not been able to walk and had back surgery, I wouldn't have awoken and shifted the veil and it came into my gifts of intuition and went down this spiritual path. So I truly like challenge you to just really sit and whether you're journaling, whether you write on your phone, but like just really look at what your fears and patterns are. When you were rejected, were you redirected? And start to manifest. You know, I always recommend meditation, especially after what the hell I saw. Like, the scientific facts and evidence that is coming out for so long, the mind and body connection, or Joe Dispenza's work, or Dr. John Sarno's work, like, it was all pseudoscience. Like, it was all fake, but it's not. Like, 
you can believe whatever you want to believe, but I have seen shit, felt shit that I can't explain and I don't need to explain, but the evidence is there. And like I said, we're in the time frame and now in 2023 that like you can no longer be a lack of knowledge. Like there's so much shit out there and it's time to learn it. It's time to not, you know, Joe Dispenza, he always was joking, like go and learn something for yourself. Like don't post on social media and be like, where's a good place to eat? Like, look it up, figure it out, own it, like, do it for you. But we can, and I, I want to be living proof of this, and I'm going to really hold to myself to it, whether whenever it happens, is to really sit in these goals that I have, because I've met a lot of them, and I've manifested things in the past. But write down your manifestations, and really put what you would feel if those things came true, and start walking and living as that person. Because I have felt so much more content stepping away from social media. Like I had some shit happen the other day, yesterday when I was, no, night before. And I was go, kind of going back to the sphere base and I was in this loop and I started scrolling again and I got off after like 20 minutes and I felt so much worse. And I think when we're in it, we don't realize it until you kind of step out of it. But it was so night and day to see like how toxic and draining it was or how much it heightened my emotions or built upon my fear. And yeah, like I, I guess I just challenge you because I'm challenging myself and I think it's great to do it together. It's to really challenge yourself, give yourself a day at least, give yourself a week, you know, whatever you feel comfortable with, but really challenge yourself to remove that VR headset and just sit with yourself. Start meditating, start changing your frequency, start daydreaming, start manifesting, start letting go of old patterns because again, like I'll say over and over again, like we're not meant to be fucking miserable. And so much of it is societal push. So much of it is just a pattern again. And our body is stuck in a pattern, this disease, this illness, it's just a pattern. It doesn't have to be a part of you forever. So like I always draw a card, I drew Owl Spirit. You see clearly now. So I'm just going to read the little dialogue. Um, Hopefully I have enough time. So again, Owl Spirit arrives to remind you that the wisdom within you is informed by your keen sense and the wisdom within the consciousness we all share. Even in the darkest night, the owl sees clearly and is guided by every scene it has, including the first sense of intuition. Oh, it's guided by every sense it has, including the first sense of intuition. Right now, your sensitivities are turbocharged and you are receiving messages from all distances. Owl Spirit reminds you to be wise and pay attention to what's between the lines, what is invisible to the naked eye, what cannot be heard with the ears, and what others may not be able to perceive. With all your senses aroused, you have much knowledge available to you. Clarity will come to you as you sit with all that you were sensing, allowing your intuition to guide you in understanding the whole and not just the parts. Let your wisdom arise and be your guide as you trust the acuity of all your senses. Intuition is real and can provide the clarity you need to understand your situation right now. Your relationship, your finances, your job, whatever it is, you can see the truth clearly now. So again, I appreciate you guys all being so patient with me because I know that these episodes have been random and have not been on a set schedule. And they'll probably not continue to be on a set schedule because again, this is like for me. My podcast is for me. And again, stepping away from more social media uh my podcast will be my outlet and I hope to keep learning alongside of you guys and to keep growing and to challenging 
not only myself, but my listeners as well, because again, it's so easy to step into 5D and to leave this fear and this just, just the world that we're in at this moment, I guess. And don't ever feel like you are truly alone because you're not. And there is so much more than even I'm aware of. And I really want to start a walking meditation kind of group. So if you're local to me, you know how to get a hold of me, um, reach out to me. I am still kind of working in details, but while I was up in Denver, I did my first walking meditation with one of Joe Dispenza's ones. And so obviously you'd have to purchase that. You'd have to have headphones, but I really want to start kind of like a morning walking group because that walking meditation was amazing and absolutely beautiful for me and very, very much healing. And I'd love to have other people witness that as well and just hold space for that. So again, if you're local to me, reach out to me if that seems like something you're interested into. Again, if you're not following us on Instagram and TikTok, shoot us a follow. Again, posts will be far and in between, but again, just going with the flow. And I appreciate you guys all so much and all you energy babes for sticking through episode five with me. And we'll see you on the next one. Have a great night.